Do you know what will happen where you can get news about the Jamaican culture and just learn about how Jamaicans are doing as a yard and abroad? You get to learn a new Jamaican Patwa word or even a Jamaican phrase. I look forward to the Patwa word of the day. The Patwa word is Pasa Pasa. Word today is Taco Ram. Our word of the day is Duffy. Wang. No like a, no like a twang, not you. I enjoy tuning in to what a go. It happens every Friday at 7 p.m. So check them out. And bye from Toronto. Dodge, Quebec, it's La Jamaica. Écoute, what a Yes, I, what a I am a big fan of Wataguan. Relevant and entertaining, so keep up the good work. Watch Wataguan. Big up yourself, Wataguan. Wataguan. Yes, I. Wataguan. Watch Wataguan. Greetings, greetings. Welcome to another day of Wataguan. I figure most of you who watch this all the time would have been expecting Nicole, but Nicole is somewhere. I don't know exactly where she is, but I suppose it's holiday time. And she's taking a break, so you get to chat with me all evening. It is August, believe it or not, it's August. And uh, we've got a lot of different topics we want to talk about in August. Of course, before we get into the stuff, we want to say a special welcome to all of those who are listening to us on Fresh FM Radio London. Uh, happy to have you share Wataguan with us. And also remember that Wataguan is available as a podcast on all major podcasting platforms. So you can get it on Amazon, Podbean, Google, iHeart, Player FM. And of course, if there's any time that you've missed an episode, you can jump on our website, wataguan.ca, to get all the information. Like I said, it's August, and in Jamaica, lots of energy. The reggae girls and the sunshine girls have started August off well for us. In a couple of weeks, it will be the world championships. But it's also Emancipation Day and Independence Day. And in Jamaica, they get those holidays to celebrate and remember the struggles, the process, the outcomes. And today, we want to have a conversation about independence in Jamaica from the lens of Jamaicans in the diaspora. And we're going to have Audrey out of Toronto and Mark out of Montreal join us in a little bit to talk about their view of independence and how it affects them, how they feel about it. But of course, before we get into all of that, we have to do uh, one of Nicole's favorite time of the show, which is Patwa time. And today, the Patwa word is tups. You might have heard that last week when we had our chef on and we talked about a little tups of this and a little tups of that. That's the Patwa word for today. 
Of course, I'm looking for people to tell us what it means in the comments, put it in a sentence. Uh, who knows, you might have a different meaning to it. We'll get to what it means later on in the show. Last week, we were talking about Jamaican cuisine and what made it so special. We had Chef Lennox Brown join us to share some of the different things he does. He shared some things about using natural spices in making certain menus and to make the flavor stand out. He shared some tips on how to cook seafood and, of course, how to cook jerk chicken the right way. Uh, Chef Brown also reminded us about the value of eating healthy and embracing the indigenous foods that have served Jamaicans so well for many years. He also talked about cooking budget meals, one-pot meals. Uh, I don't know if you were on, but if you missed it, you know where to find it. It was another great episode. And of course, we always love when you engage with us, when you put comments in the comment section, share some feedback. If at any time you miss an episode, you know where to go. Jump on our social media, jump on our website. It'll get you to all the episodes. And also it gives you the opportunity to, to leave us some feedback. We're always looking to grow. So of course, follow us on all these social platforms. Subscribe to the YouTube channel if that's where you are listening and watching today. Let's jump into some news and see what's happening around the country. In Calgary, the Jamaican Canadian Association, Alberta, is hosting an Independence Day civic ceremony tomorrow, Saturday, August 5th, at the JCA building, 611-3208 8th Avenue Northeast in Calgary. Uh, the event is starting at 4.30. It's open to the public. It's free. And the 2023 scholarship recipients will also be awarded at this event. All are welcome. If you are in Vancouver, the Jamaican Canadian Cultural Association of BC will be having their Jamaica Day Festival on August 6th at the Holland Park, which is 13428 Old Yale Road in Surrey. The action goes from 12 noon to 8 p.m. There will be food vendors, live entertainment, a DJ, kids zone, and lots, lots more. Go out and enjoy the proceedings. If you are in Toronto, the JC Ontario will be celebrating Jamaica 61 in many ways. Uh, plan to join them this Sunday, August 6th at 12 noon for the official flag raising ceremony at the JCA Center, which is at 995 Arrow Road in Toronto. The JCA is also hosting other events. So you can join them on Saturday, August 12th, when they have the Independence and JCA's anniversary gala, gala dinner and dance. This event is starting at well, I'm sure it's there somewhere. Uh, you can get more information on their website, jcontario.org, for that and other things that are happening 
as they celebrate Jamaica 61. And of course, a little news from Yard, but big news for those who have been following. The reggae girls have made history at the World Cup. Jamaica's senior women's team became the first Caribbean football team, male or female, to advance to the round of 16 at the World Cup. Only the USA and Canada in the CONCACAF region have previously done this. The regular girls finished second in Group F with a win over Panama and draws with higher-ranked France and Brazil. The team is yet to concede a goal in the tournament. Jamaica lost all three games in their first World Cup in 2019 in France. The reggae girls will play Colombia, the winner of Group H, in the knockout stage of the competition next Tuesday, August 8th, in Melbourne. All of us are happy and proud of this, and make sure you join to support the reggae girls. Of course, this is where Nicole would get into her second most favorite component of Wataguan, which is a time to reason. But of course, usually I am doing that, so it's my favorite time. So hold on, we're going to get set to have a reason. Chit chat with Nicole. Uh, today we're going to talk about independence. If you are in Jamaica, if you are from Jamaica, if you know anything about Jamaica, you know independence is a big thing. And today I have, well, it should be two guests, but right now we have one uh, Jamaican here in the diaspora because we want to put the diaspora spin on the discussion. And it's my absolute pleasure to invite Audrey Campbell out of TO. To what I go on? Audrey, go on? Why, may I look for you the better one, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I apologize. I was so keen to get on, you know, I lined it up at 8.50. And then when you sent me the text, I had to scroll down where it says, enter studio. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have entered the studio. Why this why I'm liking my guests like you, can you represent, see? <laughs> That's true. 
Yeah, man. Yeah, this man. Is, go ahead. This yeah, is man. paying homage to uh, my good friend, Michelle Mackenzie Dolly, the vice president of JCA. Because right. anytime she go Jamaica, she trick me out. All right, big up, big up, Michelle. bleed Jamaican, so. She don't bring nothing from what you see me in my shirt, because you know where for. For what we represent. What we represent. For represent. Mark was supposed to join us out of Montreal, but listen, uh, we'll, we'll keep the show going. We want, we want to talk about independence. And, and before we get into, well, all right, serious, but before we get into the diaspora perspective, a uh, couple years ago, I know there was a trip going down for Jamaica 60. What were some of the highlights of that for you in terms of being there for independence? Okay. Uh, before I get into that point, the Jamaican Canadian Association Gala starts at 7 p.m. sharp. At 7, all right, cool. And when we say 7 p.m., we mean time. 7. We don't mean 8, <laughs> we mean 7. So try your best. Jamaica time. <laughs> Jamaica time. So um, the trip last year yeah. for Jamaica 60, and I, I have to also make your viewers aware that it's not only Jamaica's anniversary, but also the anniversary of the Jamaican Canadian Association, yeah. right? Because we were we were formed in September of, of 1962. Mm -hmm. And the trip was a pilgrimage. Mm -hmm. It was a pilgrimage for those who have never experienced independence in Jamaica, like me. Yeah. I left when I was eight years old, right? And it's all. it was also for our members and wider community that were born in Jamaica, rural areas, never experienced Grand Gala. Right. So we, we were fortunate enough to do it on a grand scale. And, and it was grand, not true. Because like I said on TV and I tell you. Listen, you know, Jamaica's bossy. And yeah. we did bossy with it. And the thing is, we had thought that when we went down two years prior for the 100th anniversary of Miss Lou, right? Mm -hmm. The reopening mm -hmm. of um, Gordon Town Square, renaming of it. We took 50 people. So we said for this trip, well, we're lucky if we get it. We're going to aim for about 60, maybe 70. And Angela Bennett, our direct, director of tourism for Jamaica, and yeah. I always tell her that she put her goat mouth on us. Yeah. And it reached 100. <laughs> so we were literally half the plane. We took over the plane going down to Jamaica. And, you know, kudos to Angela Jamaica Tourist Board. Uh, Minister Grange, when we got off the plane, Donovan, it was like royalty. Yeah. The JIS signs were waving, you know, diaspora, they waved us through. But, and when we went to Grand Gala, we chartered two Knutsford buses. Yeah. And big up Knutsford. Yeah, yeah. You're, listen, North Americans going down to Jamaica, Knutsford is like, they're they're in North America the way they operate in yeah, 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 no yeah, high class high class thing yeah high class team right when we reached the stadium Donovan the gates opened to let our buses in we were ushered off to a to a section front row mm -hmm. of us and the treat for me was the expression on the faces of those who traveled with us. Mm -hmm. My parents, who came from rural Clarendon, mm -hmm. James, James Hill and Crooked River, mm -hmm. never 
God Grand Gala, never got stadium in that respect. Yeah. The pleasure for us was giving them that, yeah. giving them that experience. And, and, and that is legacy. And, mm -hmm. and maybe, that's legacy. A, maybe that is a good way to segue into some of the deeper parts of the discussion. Because when we think of an independent Jamaica, right? And when you think about it, I mean, you've been here from your, your child. What, what are some of the things that, that comes to mind when, when we talk about independent Jamaica? Well, I'm going to tell you something, and I thank you for inviting me, and I thank you for challenging me to think about this more in depth. Because a lot of times when you think of independence, it's a celebration. You don't mm -hmm. think about the greater meaning behind it. And as a friend of mine reminded me, we are the descendants of those who survived slavery. Mm -hmm. And it was the fortitude of those people who said, yes, we broke the chains of bondage, but we're also going to break the chains of colonialism mm -hmm. because we want to be free. And this is mm -hmm. recent history because it's 1962. Yeah. So when I think of an independent Jamaica, I think of it through the eyes of the folks who experienced colonialism. I think about it in the sense that the freedoms that we have achieved, I think about Jamaica being self-governing. You and I both know when we got to a certain age, we want to move out. Yeah, Why do yeah. we want to move out? Because we wanted to run our own business. Right. We want to turn off our lights on and on when we want to. This yeah. is what self-governance is about. It's about us being able to chart our own destiny right or wrong we're not yeah. always right yeah yeah and yeah. we learn from our mistakes mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. that is the reason for it we fought for an independent jamaica mm -hmm. and i'll tell you now when we have our flag raising ceremonies and a lot of the young people don't understand the reason for the importance of a country's flag mm -hmm. they earn the freedom to yeah. fly a flag. Fly That's why home. young people listening, when when you, when the anthem is played, stand up. Yeah. It's a sign of respect. Well, yeah, and I, I tell you, it it it. I know for me, it gets emotional. It's you know, very like emotional. All, you know, all the world championships that come up. Uh, I, I remember Eugene and the one to, you know, any any time you get to hear our anthem, in 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 the in the broad expanse of the world, it it drives chills. So the, the question maybe then is, are we doing enough to, to talk about it and to, to express what you're just talking about there, Audrey, in terms of what it really means? I don't think we're doing enough. And, I, and trust me, when I, when I answer this, I don't have all the answers. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm going to give it to you from my perspective as a, as a child growing up in Canada of Jamaican heritage. I wasn't even, I knew I was Jamaican because the rules that governed the household, <laughs> right? When you go out yeah. to South Canada, when you come in here, so try your best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But they were so busy making a life. And yes, I went back to Jamaica when I was 12. I went back a number of times, but I didn't grasp it mm -hmm. the way I did when I joined the Jamaican Canadian Association. Yeah. And I encourage everybody to get involved with their community organizations to keep that history yeah. going. And for me, when I look at Jamaica and I look at the state of Jamaica right now, yeah, right. I look at the fact that 
our biggest export, our biggest GDP is tourism. Mm -hmm. When you say brand Jamaica, you can big, go anywhere in this world. Big thing. It's a big thing. Yeah, I was telling yeah. a story. I was in Singapore yeah. visiting a friend. I went into this mall and I saw this Rasta sign, this sign. And when I went in, it was a little Jamaican man. I said, how you read so far? He said, well, the ship pulling and I'm going to come off. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> what do I tell you? Audrey, anywhere you go. Like, anywhere you go, you, you find a Jamaican. Anywhere you go. Anywhere you go, you find a Jamaican. Yeah. And, and the brand is not just finding the brand. It's yeah. global. I think, I think our ancestors, the creators would be astonished that a little island with a population of 2.8 million is known for its music, its food around the world. I don't care if you go to a little hut in Timbuktu. Yeah. You put on a Bob Marley tune and you hear them sing it. Yeah, man. Any, that, is, that is astounding. Yeah. There are countries 10 times our size that don't have that presence globally, yeah. but we do. Economically, it, it, I'm a little sad yeah. because I look at the education drain. Mm -hmm. Because of the lack of opportunities on the island, people are migrating. And as a friend of mine said, you ever see a Jamaican come anywhere and drive taxi? <laughs> you always hear these stories of these doctors, lawyers. Yeah, yeah, true, true. And I had to scratch my head and I said, you know what, you're right. Because we assimilate easier. Yeah. We speak English. Yeah. Right? Our schooling is similar. So we assimilate easier. Yeah. But there's a detriment to our country. Mm -hmm. Yes, tourism is big on the island. However, it employs what? A fourth of the population? Mm-hmm. And with a fourth of the population, the average salary is yeah, is yeah, between yeah. three thousand to three and a half thousand yeah, yeah. Canadian annually. Yeah, I would love to see the investment in bringing tech, the investment in building that infrastructure, because there are brilliant mind Jamaican minds around this world that can change that island and transform it. Yeah. All right. Let's we'll come to that. We want to talk about that a little bit. Uh, you have to watch me, you know, because I jump all over the place, Donovan. No, that's fine. That's fine. We, we, we only have so much time, so, so you can only go so far anyway. <laughs> but uh, let's talk about achievements first. We talk about the brand. But if you were to assess, because now we get the chance of seeing it from far, and as them say, right? The, the achievements, what are some of the things that just jump out for you in terms of achievements as an independent country? It's hard to talk about the achievement without thinking about its recognition, right? Sports, yeah. music, culture. Mm -hmm. You look at, and I've always said to anyone who asks, Jamaica's best export are its people, mm -hmm. right? And I'm reminded of the, the judge who will be overseeing Donald Trump's <laughs> And the videos and the memes are going fast, I tell they you. They are going fast and furious, right? Yeah. So the... the the achieve, I struggle with this one. Mm -hmm. I really struggle with it because I think there's so much potential for Jamaica's growth. Mm -hmm. And when I look at how we're sustaining ourselves, it's troubling, yeah. right? You've got tourism, which, you know, all it takes is two big starmen that done. Yeah. Remittances are up there. I went to a diaspora conference, what, over 10 years ago? And I was, I was stunned when I saw the government put up the... Um, GDP 
and yeah. I saw remittances up there is 14% no, no, no. and it's 15% now. <laughs> At the time, it's not yeah. sustainable. Yeah. That's like living on borrowed money. It's yeah. not sustainable. I would love mm -hmm. to see us sustained. Uh, is, is that a function, though, of how we see ourselves and the growth as, as a nation? Because, I mean, 61 for our country is not, is not, is not by any means old. No, we're it's, young. It's still, it's still pretty young. So are, are we measuring our achievements relative to Canada or Great Britain or, you know, the, the first world, as we call it? Is that, is that part of what we're doing? Yeah, I don't know if that's what we're doing, but I find it hard to do that because <clears throat> we don't have the resources that these other countries have. Mm -hmm. Canada has, has, in comparison to Canada, right? Canada has oil. We don't have that, mm -hmm. right? Trinidad has oil, right? Agriculture, we import more than we export, more than we grow, mm -hmm. right? In terms of minerals, bauxite, that was, that was our main export back in the day, along with sugarcane. That, that, that was a thing. <laughs> that was a thing. Now yeah. the two bauxite companies are U.S. owned. <laughs> yeah. So I, in terms of measurement, it's, it's, they're not on equal footing. Yeah. They literally are not on equal. They didn't have the same starting point. Well, I'm glad you said that, you know, Audrey. I'm glad you say that because there are many times when we have these conversations and Jamaicans in the diaspora seem to miss the fact that, A, the starting points are so different and also that it's this young, fledgling upstart trying to find its way in a tough world. It is, but, but you can equate you can you can you can equate it to us as black people. When we come into a country, right? There's that's why the big thing is now is equality versus equity. Right. Right? There was no equity in 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 how we came out of colonialism versus Canada. Right? Mm -hmm. They're still part of that white British Empire. We are a black country built on the backs of slaves. Mm -hmm. So they they hated giving us our independence. They had no choice, <laughs> but they gave it to us. Yeah. So they made it as difficult as possible for us. When we exported our goods, we had tariffs. Yeah. Canada didn't have that. So we were never at the same starting point. And for those who, who want to compare us with a first world country, they need to take a step back and look at it. We were never at the same starting point, yeah. never. Even okay. when the slaves were freed in America, the slave owners got compensation. We got yeah. buckets. Yeah. So there's no comparison to me, in my opinion. Yeah. I'm sure somebody else has a differing view, but you're asking me for my opinion? No, yeah, for sure. Because, no you know, like I said, we, we get into that conversation and, and too often, I, I suppose there are a few of us have to pause and say, folks, take a look at really where we are and what we have done. Because there, there are many things to be proud of. Now, I want Very to get into the diaspora discussion and how we see it. But before that, what what is your take on, you know, the forefathers, you know, the Manleys and the Bustamantes and those people way back in the in the 50s and 60s who, who did whatever they did? and traveled by boat and whatever they did to, to, to drive us to this. How do you think they'd possibly look at Jamaica today based on what their vision and dream of it might have been? You know, that's, that's an interesting take because 
I, I assume their vision of an independent Jamaica meant prosperity for the people, mm -hmm. you know, stable economy, equity of education, right? Self-governance and all that it brings. And you have to respect the fight it took to get us there. Because mm -hmm. in, in, many, in many instances, we're still fighting and we will always be fighting. And I think, I think they'd be, if you break it down, right? I think they'd be proud of what we have achieved globally. I truly think that because there's no way they would think this little island, right? <clears throat> Each added to the fabric of what Jamaica is today, right? Bustamante, he fought, pledged, we got the flag up. Mm -hmm. You know, Michael Manley, he recognized that we needed that social construct, mm -hmm. right? He brought that in and the it stuck. Then you had successive governments who, who kept building and kept building. And I think given where we've landed, it's, if you look at it culturally, I think they'd be extremely proud. Economically, I think they'd be a little disappointed because I think they would have thought that we would have gotten further than we have, mm -hmm. right? We look at how we have grown and how we've we've achieved. A lot of we've sold off a lot of our land. <laughs> I don't think they envisioned that for Jamaica. Yeah. I hear the complaints about lack of access by Jamaicans to beaches. Yeah. I don't think they envisioned that. So I think they'd be they'd be proud on one hand, but disappointed on another. Yeah. But you know, with yeah. Jamaicans, you know, Donovan, there's always hope. Well, you know, but. We, we come back to that all the time about the brand, right? Because I think we, we talk about it in, in so many ways about the, the identity that Jamaica has forged for itself as an independent country. Uh, we, we play where many others don't seem to either have what it takes to play uh, and we keep pushing ahead, right? Uh, that said, there are always areas where we, we, I suppose we all look at it and so we can get better. We right? can, we can. Right? I think from Pick an economic standpoint, I would love to see investment in, in technology in Jamaica. I'd like to see us, and as one of my friends pointed out, we're surrounded by salt water and we don't have a distillation plant that can, you know, filter out the salt water and give us running water. Why haven't we invested in that? And that's yeah. a question for successive governments. Why haven't we looked at the infrastructure and said, okay, here's what we need to do. Let's focus on this, this. If we achieve self-sustaining water that we can, that these areas can have clean water, mm -hmm. that would be a major achievement. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's in this, in 2023, it's sad to hear when you, you hear people talk about their districts and the lack of running water. Are, 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 well, Kingston still have water lockups every, every year, right? So it's not even the running water, it's the same thing. Exactly. So I think infrastructure is one of the areas, I think. Infrastructure is one of them. It's yeah. it's impressive that we've got all these beautiful roads. God bless them. As yeah. my, my cute father always says, 
British them go drive around mountain, put a hole through the mountain and drive, right? <laughs> so now, now we have we have proper roads to drive on. It's a treat. Yeah. So yeah. it's impressive, right? So it, we're getting there, but I think we need to really refocus. We really need to refocus on the needs of the yeah. island to make it self-sustaining. We need to invest in agriculture, right? You know, somebody said, well, you know, they start farming, then them teeth. Why do people steal? Because That's they right. don't have opportunity, because well, they're hungry. Okay, okay, in the grand scheme. Uh, Mr. People, jump, jump, Mr. People jump the fence in a free concert at Jamaica. So. <laughs> Donovan, let's Somebody take a higher road. Let's take a higher road, my friend. Somebody you know what I mean? A man yeah. with money in my pocket, no need for teeth. Yeah. Right? So yeah. You, you will always have a certain segment <laughs> of the population that's going to try and get over. Yeah. Always. But when you look at the, grand, the grander scheme, mm -hmm. They're, they're, at one point, Jamaica had the highest population of young people. Now those young people have graduated into that, you know, adult middle age. Yeah. Right? Because I was looking at the stats and, and according to the UN, there's a decline in the zero to 14 age. And they're saying by 2050, the average Jamaican will be having maybe 1.2 kids. Yeah. So <laughs> we have to start looking at how do we sustain our population? How do we stop our people from migrating? Give them access to proper jobs, invest in industry, but address the common things, the common factors. And, and that's an interesting point, though, you know, because I, uh, you know, we live a foreign, as they, as they would say, and there are some people who say, but you they are foreign, how, how, how must you say that? What is the role of the diaspora? in this in this whole equation that you're talking about when we look at it going forward where do we fit what what do you think well you know what and and kudos to successive governments because they have they have tried to to build the diaspora connection worldwide mm -hmm. right and you know i, I try not to be cynical and think it's just because then while we were remittance mm -hmm. right they mm -hmm. want our brain as well they want yeah. our input. Like I think about my friend, Dr. Sylvanus Thompson, who mm -hmm. I think you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. His, he's brilliant, public health. He's always going down to Jamaica, right? He advises the government. When they had the mosquito outbreak, he went down and he advised them, work with public health to address the system. So this is where the diaspora comes in. It's mm -hmm. not just about us sending money. And it's, and it's important to send the money, right? Because we have a kinship. I would say... People like me who grew up here, we have a kinship to Jamaica. Yeah, yeah. People who were raised there have an ownership perspective to Jamaica, <laughs> right? And together, it's it's familial, mm -hmm. right? So, yes, the diaspora has to play a role, and it's an important role to sustain Jamaica. Yeah. We have the skill set to contribute to, you know, building better systems building better policies, but it's just a matter of, and I always say this, it's great to ask for our help, but you have to show us how you're using it. <laughs> that, is the, that is the issue. You have to well, show us how you're using that's it. That's one of the issues. 
But when we talk about diaspora, and I want to dig into this a little bit because there's this multi-generational component to the diaspora. Do you think what you're just saying is applicable across, you know, the, the generations as, as it relates to how they feel, how they see independence, how they celebrate <coughs> Excuse me. I do think it's generational, right? Me is an old woman now, right? Middle age. And, and one of the things I will tell you, being part of a community organization, the struggle is getting the young people involved, mm -hmm. right? Independence for me was an education. I get it. I understand it. I feel it. When I hear the anthem, when I hear the, the, the song of Jamaica, it brings chills. It doesn't always resonate with the younger people. Mm -hmm. And I can connect with that because growing up, all I heard was go to school, remember you're Jamaican, but not what does that mean? What's the context of being Jamaican? Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Not everybody's entrenched that way. Yeah. I'll give you an example. I've got friends who they're very cognizant. They're second generation Jamaicans, right? Mm -hmm. And they're very cognizant of making sure their children understand what it is to be Jamaican. I mean, they make sure their track club is, is with other black kids. They yeah. make sure our independence dinner, one of my friends, she's been being her kids since they were three years old yeah. for our annual dinner and explaining to them, she takes them to Jamaica, to the family farm up in Mandeville. Mm -hmm. Plus she takes them to the vacation spot on the coast. Right. So they see both worlds. So they are being raised with that sense. Not every Jamaican is being raised with that sense. That's why I worry yeah. about the remittance thing. Yeah. Because it's going to come to a certain generation. That don't if, you were, if you were born in Jamaica, left Jamaica at a relatively older age, say you're a teenager or so, there's mm -hmm. a chance when you get here, you're entrenched in Jamaica, Jamaica ways, you're looking to mm -hmm. bond mm -hmm. with the culture and you're looking to give back. Mm -hmm. See, people like me who yeah. left there when she was eight years old, I didn't recognize about the Jamaican community until I was in my, you know, late twenties. Yeah. And I made that connection because I knew I was Jamaican, but I didn't know what it meant. Right. Right. And, and you helped me even further, Don, because you sent me back. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it's, and it's, it's, it's from being exposed to it. If you have not been exposed to it, there's a disconnect. Yeah. And, it's and, great and, to say you're of Jamaican heritage, but what does that mean? How do you contribute to the fabric? Yeah. How do you see yourself? You know, like, you know, I have kids born here and as much as them love the patwa and then we eat a dumpling and all the rest of it, uh, the, it, you know, I, I question many times, what will they feel, you know, 10 years, 20 years from now, right? And the likelihood is that they don't have nobody for send no remittance to because those connections are not as deep, right? I still have my, my father, you know, and other direct relatives, right? And also the question about the interest in the outcome for the island, right? I, I, I know you, I know myself, we want to see it remain stable. We want it to grow economically. Uh, it's more than just a, you know, vacation destination, right? So let, let's pick one or two areas, uh, uh, economy, and then I'm going to go culture because I know you're a culture person too. Big up. 
yeah. What are some of the, the economic things that you think we should we should look at the next 60 years, 61 years, and say, boy, you know, if we really want to embrace its independence, here are some things we have to fix. Oh, wait a minute. You said economic, right? Yeah. yeah. Embrace independence is what we have to fix. Well, we have to, you know what? We have to fix our, our uh, investment in infrastructure, right? Not infrastructure, in agriculture. Mm-hmm. We have to become self-sustaining. You can't, every time you want pepper, you're importing it. When there's so much soil around, mm-hmm. that's madness. So we have to look at, and this is, this, is, this is the thought process, right? You have to start with the kids when they're young. Yeah. You have to introduce that. There has to be a, 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 a deliberate plan to introduce things when, when you're young. Yeah. You get the kids exposed to agriculture so they grow up and you can guide them into it. Technology, even at JCA now, we're, we're the kids, we have STEM classes to get the kids involved. Mm-hmm. You have to, there has to be a deliberate investment in and being very purposeful in building that infrastructure. We have to look around how do we sustain our communities? Yeah. And when I say invest in infrastructure, I'm talking about a water system. Yeah. How about hydro? <laughs> right? I'm talking about technology. Everybody should have access to the internet. Yeah. It's global. They were telling me the other day that for the JCA, uh, and I keep going back to JCA as a reference, mm-hmm. uh, the summer school program, two kids logged on from Jamaica because their friend's mother told auntie so-and-so and sent the link. Mm-hmm. So they were learning all these cool things as the same as the Canadian kids up here. And why not? And why not? Why yeah. not? Well, why not? We have a, we have why aren't we investing in... Listen, there's so many industries. We've got this warm sun. Why are we not growing grapes and build and 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 grow and having our own vineyards? That's a good one. I mean, I've got to talk about that. That's an investment thing. Now. That's an investment. We, yeah. I, I was on a wine pairing this past weekend with Master Winemaker, who is Jamaican. He mm-hmm. has his own brand of wine. In Outer Canada. Outer Canada. Next time you come, we, we go up there go get some. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right? interesting. Oh, we have sun all year. Oh, we have sun all year. Yeah. This is where yeah. the diaspora yeah. can play a role. Yeah. You can think outside of the box. Why should it be California wines? Welcome to Jamaican wines. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much we can do, but we have to invest in how do we grow industry. So that number one, we can we can employ our population, that we can give them jobs that can sustain them. Mm-hmm. Right? They should be coming to Canada on holiday. They shouldn't be applying for visa and some feistiness telling them that they're not giving them visa because they're not going to come back. Yeah, come now. Yeah, yeah. But this is time. what I see. We have time. to invest in those industries, and this is where the diaspora can play a role. Anybody listening? If you have anything with vineyards. Go uh, open there, one. Novelty. There, there is one idea. All right. Makuta, culture then. Uh, what do we do about culture? What are some of the things that you think we should look at for the next 61 years as we as we celebrate being an independent country to build uh, or fix elements of our culture? Now, when you say culture, right? Because as soon as you say culture, 
my thing goes to we should we should educate our our people on what that culture is and what it means. Okay, that's one part of it. Right. I keep going back to the young. I'm so worried about sustaining our heritage because it's being lost on our young. You know, the middle-aged people like me and, and younger, if you're not deliberate about educating your kids about Jamaica, I'm telling you right now, it will be lost. Jamaica will be just at some place you go, go cool out for a week. Yeah. Not a part of your DNA. So I yeah. think I think we we have to look at how do we how do we build our culture within our community. What, what does that mean? For me, it's teaching them about our heritage. Mm-hmm. You ever seen, you ever, listen, I, I I used to be, I still do, I volunteer with JC with the spelling bee. Okay, and yeah, I yeah. used to see these kids come and all from all different cultures because it's based in, in, in that area. And I remember a little guy saying, oh, daddy, I can't come to spelling training because I have, I have what? Um, Sri Lankan class. And then the father said, hold on, we can put our Sri Lankan class because I need you to know how to spell in English, right? But I thought, I said, we need heritage classes. Right. If you want to sustain this Jamaica that we know and love and this strong heritage of the survivor of descendants of slaves, we're the ones that made it. We never jump off of the boat and said death before bondage, right? <laughs> We didn't die from illness. And then when they put us to work, we plotted how to get out of it. Yeah. This is our DNA. Donovan, um, this is our DNA. Yeah. So we need to instill that in our children. And we need to be deliberate about it. Because I'm telling you right now, you see, when you get off the plane in, in Mobay or Kingston, you know what they say? Welcome home. You see, when yeah. I come back to Canada, they say, where, where you coming from? how long were you gone? <laughs> So uh, Jamaica true. is our home. That's uh, true. Yeah, yeah. No matter where we go. No matter where uh, we go. Yeah. Right? That's true. This is no our matter. home. And and sometimes some of us have that mentality. Because I remember I landed once and I said to the guy, So welcome to my welcome home. He said, No, my dear, I'm gonna say that to our woman, I should tell me session Olivia. I said, Well, that's her problem. I said, Well, try your best every time you see yeah. me yeah. and my passport, we send me born a Spanish tone. You welcome me home. I, I, I actually home. enjoy that welcome. I do too. I actually I too. enjoy it as much as my hand them uh, a blue Canadian passport. It don't mean nothing because they know and they say welcome home. Exactly. Exactly. Those who, and the problem is with the ones who say, I don't live here. Don't say that to me. Well, God bless you. Keep moving. And you should say thank you to your ancestors who survived. And yeah. gave you the opportunity to come to the airport, come feasty with people. Yeah. Right? Because uh, we forget uh, our history. We forget our history. And, and isn't that part of this discussion, though, Audrey, where it's back to we many of us have missed what all of this means, right? What it all means, you know, when 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 the green, black, and gold oh, fly, what? you know, what it really means. Right, and, and, and no matter where you live, you know, no matter where you've been, no matter, you know, what what heights you've reached outside of Jamaica, uh, it's it's interesting for me when when I see, you know, whether it's Kamala Harris or others, where people find those Jamaican roots and bring them up absolutely. all the time, right? Absolutely, 
to remind because it's a badge of honor. It is. What? Listen, you don't know everybody want to be Jamaican. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you know, one of the one of the proudest things I ever heard was from a gentleman by the name of Ned Blair. He's he's Guyanese. And he said, one of the things, he's a big supporter of our community mm -hmm. in Toronto. And he said, one of the things he always makes clear is that we owe a debt of gratitude to Jamaicans. Yeah. Because wherever they go, they bring change. That's interesting. It's very interesting. When you, and this is another thing why you need to belong to community organizations because the history is at your fingertips. Mm -hmm. What's not written in a book, you can yeah. get by sitting on a stool next to oh, someone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Have you ever heard the story of the Teddy Boys? No. But yeah, okay. The Teddy Boys, and the person who told me this, Miss Daphne, may she rest in peace. She told us she was living in England. She was a nurse in England. And immigrants coming off the train at night used to be met by the Teddy Boys. They were a racist group. Immigrants coming home would get beaten, right? And attacked. Mm -hmm. So as Miss Daphne told it, they made the mistake of beating up a Jamaica. <laughs> the rest is so the Jamaica <laughs> spread the word and then come back in numbers and then yeah. said to the Teddy boys. So as yeah. soon as the train came off and they came mm -hmm. out to attack, they got attacked. Yeah, man, the rest is history. The rest is history. Yeah, man, the rest is history. The rest is history. Yeah, you haven't finished the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, this is true. You know, you have to deal with, right? That's but this is this is our approach to everything because we came from a country where a black man was prime minister. So when you put us in a country where a white man is prime minister, you can't talk to me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, that is innate to us. Yeah. And, and and the pride spreads, you know. I, the clock is going off. I have to wrap up. I have one more question. Sorry, sorry. I, I was in I was in I was in Paris once, and uh, like like most of the people who go to Paris, you go go check out the Eiffel Tower, and like I go to the Eiffel Tower, and it was in the evening time, and a little one of those little rickshaw things, you know, little, comes about, and appear Bob Marley to play. Sure. And and I tell you, and, and there I'm at in the moment saying, oh, my God, it's so proud to be Jamaican. Because here I am at, on Paris, and what a run, Bob Marley, global anthem. It's, I'm it's, telling it's, you. Yeah, it's, it, it was a moment I never forgot, because I'm like, look at that. You can't forget that. Yeah, man. You can't forget Bob those Marley, things. Bouncing out of some speakers. Mm -hmm. Right. Under the and under the Eiffel Tower. Uh, listen, time to wrap. When you talk to people about independence uh, in a conversation, if there was one little thing that you leave with them, Audrey, one little thing about independence of Jamaica and Jamaica, what, what would that one thing be? Strength and resilience. Those are the two things I always. Those are my mantra: strength and resilience. That's what independence means to me. Strength and resilience. That we we weren't satisfied with just breaking the chain. Yeah. We broke the actual chain and then we broke the chain of colonialism. Yeah. And so and the, 
And the journey continues. And the journey continues. Listen, one thing with Jamaicans, you know, we're fiercely loyal. Yeah. Even though, you know, we go through little troubles and sometimes we vex up, vex up. <clears throat> we go down and vex up, vex up. But that no matter, it's like a family. You vex yeah. with your family all the time, you know, but when yeah. little trouble take you. Uh, we reset. We reset as much as them get reset. miserable. It's them, it's them, yeah, enough nice about the reggae girls and the sunshine girls and stuff. And mm -hmm. then quarrel about certain things, but them reset and support of the thing. Course. Huh? Of course. We draw the we draw the line, you know. <laughs> we draw the line. We can cuss with Jamaica, but don't pass your place on the cuss yeah, our yeah. Jamaica. No man. There's a strength. I just wish, I just wish our folks would be purposeful about sharing our heritage yeah. and digging into that because it has to continue. All right. Well, that's where we're gonna leave it. Strength and resilience re resilience, folks, yeah. and share the culture. Audrey Campbell out of Toronto. I appreciate this. Stay blessed and we soon see you. We soon come to Toronto. <laughs> Listen, anytime. We're going to drink wine when you come. Come. All right. We'll do. <laughs> All right. Me and, Doma, me and Doma are going to take you for wine up in wine country. All right. I'll make it happen. All right. <laughs> All right. Take care. All right. Thank you for having me. Truly appreciate it. Pleasure. There you go. Great discussion with Audrey about independence. I hope you could, you got a couple of tidbits out of that and on why it is important to people in the diaspora, how they contribute, how they see it. And who knows what your story is? Uh, maybe you can drop it in the comments and let me know. Uh, this is a conversation we're going to continue having all through August. Earlier, we shared the Pato word of the day, Toops. I didn't hear, I see any comments like, I, you know, even though a couple of people are, no, 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 share some comments with me now, uh, please. Uh, but Toops, if you were in Jamaica and you're using Toops in a sentence, you'd have a boy, uh, like, like the chef said, a little Toops of salt or a little Toops of sugar or a little Toops of something, a small amount, a little bit. That's what Toops means. All right, and we continue to big up the Jamaican patois. Next week, we're going to keep the conversation going about Jamaica. We're going to look at Jamaicans in the diaspora and how they connect with government. And it's going to be my absolute pleasure again to have the two Global Jamaica Diaspora Council representatives for Canada, the elected ones, joining us. Lisa Rutti and Rona Donwell will be joining us to share information about the council, what it does, how it connects the average Jamaican to the government of Jamaica and what they're doing. So join us next week on Wataguan for another great discussion. As always, you can share your story with us while we share our stories. You can advertise on Wataguan. You can do that by connecting with us on our social media handles or sending us an email at wataguancnd at gmail.com. So wataguancnd at gmail.com. Of course, we're happy 
to ensure that your message gets out as we grow. The time has come and we always ask you to follow and share and like. Remember, you help to grow the show. You help to get the culture and the message out there by checking us out on our social media handles. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on YouTube, we're on LinkedIn. And you can connect to all of these handles through our website, wataguan.ca. And as Nicole would say, Guan has two A's. It's another week and Wataguan comes to an end. This week it was me riding solo. Uh, it's always a pleasure to have you on board. Remember to support the thing. Uh, for those who are into sports, the Jamaican reggae girls are going to be playing Columbia. I think it's at 2 a.m. Uh, Eastern on Tuesday, August 8th. Yes, they're playing in Melbourne, Australia. But jump up, it's on TSN for those who are in Canada. Uh, watch the thing, enjoy it. Uh, the Sunshine Girls are also challenging to become world champions in netball. And in a couple of weeks, and you know I'm a sports person, in a couple of weeks it will be the world championships in Budapest. So I tell you, August is loaded for Jamaica in so many ways. Uh, long weekend for, for some of us in, in Canada. I think most of us are going to make it a long weekend. Enjoy yourself. Stay safe. Be good. Until next week when we come back and we do it again. Take care.